welcome to You the Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Pam. Happy New Year. I hope you guys have enjoyed your holiday season and you took some time to make the best with friends and family. We at You the Boss Podcast took an unexpected break. You know, last year, um, my husband and I had our wedding in September. We went on our honeymoon. Um, So we just took some time off and got things together. There's been a job change. You know, I won't bore you with the the details of the last couple of months. Um, but I do want to say we are back and we are so excited to be sharing with you guys. This is episode 12, which will be airing on the one year anniversary of You The Boss podcast first release. Woo woo. So exciting. Thank you so much for going down this journey with me and just tuning in to listen. So today's Topic is going to be New Year, New You. Um, or should I say New Year, Better You? So let's dive right in. New Year, Better You. You know, if you're like me at all, January 1st comes around and you're like, okay, gotta change my life completely, do a 360, and be a completely different person in five seconds. But if you are like me, you're also kind of like, mm, it doesn't kind of work like that, like, how do I kind of get this together? How do I make a plan for a year? But like, it just feels so daunting. So I want to share with you guys a little bit of kind of what's worked for me um, and kind of some things that I've started to implement in my life. And over the last couple of years, a lot of things have changed. I'm um, going to say the trendy word of manifested a lot of different things into my life, but also just, you know, plain old write it down, work on it move forward kind of things that have worked for me. Um, I also want to preface that the title of this podcast, of this podcast episode is New Year Better You because I think that the, the statement of like New Year, New You is really misleading and you, you kind of guide yourself into the, into the wrong place. Um, it's almost kind of like telling your mind that the current you isn't worthy or the current you is not good enough. Um, so basically, like the things that I'm going to share today are just to enhance who you are and and maybe minimize some of the things that are hurting you or or putting you in a position to kind of um, not be able to achieve what it is that you want to achieve. So there are a few things like I mentioned, that have worked for me over the last couple of years. Um, I know that whenever I talk to people, especially around this time, I'm like, oh, what do you want to accomplish this year? A lot of people, especially during the pandemic, have been like, I'm just trying to survive. Um, and that is so valid. But also, like, surviving is not enough. And, and I'm sorry if you know, we all have our issues. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Like, surviving is not enough. At some point, we need to take our, ourselves back. And so, you know, you're probably like, well, Pam, like, writing goals for a year is so daunting. Like, you know, whenever I write something down, I want to, I'm the type of person that I want to go out and do it. I don't want to take my time, or I don't want to mess up, or like, I want to have all the tools. And like, Listen, I'm the number one offender here. I'm the first one to be like, yeah, but like, 
I'm so used to putting something out and like it's great and that's it and it's like yeah but like how are you supposed to learn if you don't go out and do um you know I can give that example here with this podcast you know I've learned a lot I've studied a lot when I first started doing this I was like oh my gosh this is never gonna work like I have to do this by myself I have to do all of this and I have to edit and I have to put it out and I have to do the content I'm like oh my god this is never gonna work um and now I'm in a little bit of a groove and and now you know we're going we're growing and and that's how you should see your goals um I think that going zero to 100 is actually a setback for yourself. Like if you haven't gone to the gym in a year and then you rolled over tomorrow and said, I'm going to go to the gym for three hours every single day from now until forever, I can guarantee you that even if it's a year from now, at some point one little thing is going to distract you because that is such a major commitment and you went from zero to 100 and it's not a habit and it's just it's just not going to work. Not to discourage you, I'm not here to put any bad juju on you or anything like that but it is what it is you can't go from zero to 100 that's not how we work as humans and so you start little by little right if you're looking to go to the gym we're gonna stick with that example if you're looking to go to the gym you should try to go let's say three times this week you want to get in a a good 30 minute workout as soon as the 30 minutes comes in wrap up the workout walk out you're probably like, yeah, but I should probably do 45 minutes or like this guru said this. Set yourself to this time that you can commit. However many days, which again is like usually two to three to start. And then you're like, oh, well, I did three days this week and I did 30 minutes. And so I can do it again next week. Um, Honestly, I'm not I'm not a scientist, <laughs> When it comes to habits, like, again, I'm just going to be sharing with you things that have worked for me. Um, you you want to make changes. You want to do things in your life that are going to serve your life, right? Here at You The Boss Podcast, that's that's exactly in the message. Like, your life is yours. Your life is not anyone else's. Your life is not my life. My life is not your life. So what you want to do is, is put yourself in that direction. You want to make changes that seem small. And then in a couple of years, you're like, wow, I really changed my life by changing what I do on Tuesdays. Um, again, I know that that sounds so small, um, but it's not. You know, it's all about those habits. So a habit that I've gotten into in the last couple of years, um, I'm going to give you five pointer pointers. Um, haha, that's going to be funny. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you five pointers that have worked for me in the last couple of years and have helped me kind of stay on track. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm not a robot. I am not somebody who considers themselves necessarily an expert. Again, I'm just letting you know that this has worked for me and like, who am I to not share? Um, so number one, you know, make some goals for the year. I know I mentioned earlier, like you make goals for the year and it's so daunting and like, oh my God, like how am I supposed to keep up with something that like what happens if the summer comes or like, et cetera. Great. 
I have something that has worked for me. So I'm the kind of person that I do make goals for the year. But then I'm also kind of like a quarterly kind of person. I did learn this from some of the mentors in my life. But I sit and I'm like, okay, you know, from now until March, I can give you the example. I did not do a lot of movement for my body last year, whether it was like I was between jobs or like there were so many different things changing in my life in such a rapid form that I didn't do a lot of official moving in my life. I didn't work out as much. Um, I did my best to to eat very more healthy than not. But the point is, I didn't do a lot of movement. I, d- I didn't do a lot of stretching. I didn't do a lot of working out. Um, so this year for me, um, I'm not trying to go from zero to 100, right? I'm trying to measure this goal of like, this is the specific aesthetic I want for my body, the specific weight that I want. But what I really want is a higher energy level. So, you know, for the next three months, which is the first quarter, I'm going to make the small change of moving my body 20 minutes, three or four times a week, whether that's yoga, stretching, cardio, core, whatever it is, that for me is my goal. So you can set your goals for the year and then measure them on a quarterly basis. That way you break them down and you're not like, I set this goal to lose 50 pounds this year and I can't do it because that's a lot of weight. Um, and then in those three months, in that quarterly time, you can look back and be like, all right, let me reassess here. You know, where I was in January is not where I'm at. Had a job change, had an unexpected situation happen, which by the way, they do happen. Um, number two, this is probably, I don't know why I put this as number two. I don't know why I didn't put this as number one as my pointer. Um, get pictures of your goals. Um, I know that we're like on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and whatever your form of social media is, you see a lot of pictures. You you probably consume a lot of content and, um, you should use that to your advantage, right? Like you should see the, the, the goals that you want. You should put them into pictures. Look up pictures of like the kind of, the kind of way you want your body to look, look up pictures of people doing the job that you want um or or the career that you want to bring into your life you know if if you're if you want to drive a specific car you want to dress a certain way um you want to get pictures of that and you want to put that on a board and and I call it a a vision board or a dream board and the reason that you want to do that is because you're going to put it somewhere that you can always see it because the way our minds work and and I'll dabble this at some point we repeat what we often see. So like the saying is it takes one apple. So if one apple's rotten, it's going to make all the other apples rotten. So the the other side of that is also like if you see something often enough, you're going to achieve it. So I know you're probably like, Pam, I don't want to have something else hanging in my room. Pam, I don't want to clutter my desk. I don't like clutter. Who prints pictures anymore? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Again, I'm just telling you what's worked for me. But if all of those things that I just said apply to you, great. Get one of those collage apps 
because I'm sure you have a smartphone. Get one of those collage apps and make a collage of your goals. Put that collage on your screensaver on your phone. Ta-da, you have a vision board. You have your pictures in front of you every day. That way it's not taking up space. It's not taking up clutter. You see it every day on your phone. You can make it as aesthetically pleasing as you'd like. And now you have your pictures. Now you can always see it. Number three, um, unplug. I know that that's cliche. And like it's a catchy thing to say right now, but I so mean it. Um, I, I've had a hard time in the past unplugging of like leaving my phone in the other room. Like, oh my gosh, what if, you know, what if somebody calls me and they're in a car accident and they need me? Um, knocking on wood. I have received one phone call in the last three and a half years that me answering the phone when I did mattered the most and it was when my mom had her stroke and her her best friend called me to let me know so I say that to you that unplugging is so okay but it's not just unplugging from your phone it's not just unplugging from social media it is also turning the tv off you know I bet right now and I think screen time is only like really available on like iPads and like computers and your phone. But I bet if we all put our screen time together, we would probably find that we could probably have a whole part-time job with the amount of time that we consume media, news, shows, music. Like I can't, I'm, I'm embarrassed and I won't say it, <laughs> how much time. I spend on my devices but the point is unplugging has really brought a piece to me um it's allowed me to read more it's allowed me more time with myself it's allowed me to also know the difference of when to not watch the news um when some things are important that we should know and then other things are just kind of just a a repetition of what's been playing for the last hour um but also unplugging from people you know I feel like you, you might be thinking like Pam how are we supposed to unplug from people like we've just spent the whole pandemic being away from family and friends and like that's true I don't mean like become antisocial or become a hermit I mean just walk away sometimes people drain you Some people are drainers and sometimes we got to walk away. Sometimes you don't need to respond to a text right now. Like that might be an unpopular thing, but again, this is my list of five things. So, you know, treat this like the supermarket approach and take what you need and leave everything else on the shelf. Moving on to number four, rest. If you are ambitious in any way, shape or form, welcome to this table rest is not a bad word you are supposed to rest you're supposed to yes get the whatever amount of hours you need to get sleep and like 
XYZ and you might be saying, but Pam, I'm an entrepreneur. I work full time. I work two jobs and et cetera. Like, I'm not saying that you don't have to give up a temporary time to work and achieve and et cetera. What I'm saying is don't work so hard for something when it's going to make you sick and you're not even going to be able to enjoy the fruits of that labor. Rest. Sometimes that sometimes that rest means going to bed earlier or maybe it even means staying up later, laying down and reading a book. Resting can look like you know what, you've gone hard in the gym the last four days, but today you can't complete this fifth day. Listen to your body. Listen to your mind. Sometimes when you're very irritable, it's because your body needs a rest. And if I have, a, apparently I really love to nap, but there are people that I'm very close to that are like, they can't nap. I'm so sorry because napping is like legit. <laughs> a lifesaver like I've taken 25 minute naps that have completely changed my day around like I can't even tell you how much resting has done for me but the point is find the system for you that is going to let you rest number five is really going to show my vulnerability here um do one thing for someone Every single day. That is literally, it literally has nothing to do with you. I don't mean like do someone a favor, do something for someone so they can do you a favor. Like do something for someone every single day. That is literally you just being like, here you go. I'm just putting this out there. Um, Buying someone coffee in the car behind you. You know, sending a, a, a hey text to someone you haven't spoken to in a while because life, you know, my my mom used to, she, I mean, she still does. She says, I don't want you to decorate my grave. I don't want you to bring me flowers when I'm dead. I want you to bring me my flowers now because I want to enjoy them. So doing something nice for someone, even if it's dropping a compliment, even if it's like someone on on, on your social media that recently has been going to the gym a lot and you notice it compliment them put that out there and 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 the reason that I really feel that's maybe one of the very important things of this list of five is because you don't know what people are going through we're all in a global pandemic it's not just like New Jersey and New York isn't like no we're all in a global pandemic and the flowers, we need to replenish the seeds of the flowers so that everyone's walk can be beautiful. I want to leave you guys with a word or a, a statement, I guess. Um, it is a, a, a new year, a better you. But always choose progress over perfection. Don't wait for the moment to be perfect. Just take the moment and make it perfect. I have a, a a friend of mine who really says that. And don't wait. Tomorrow's not promised to anybody and you don't want 
to take your special light with you to the grave. Thank you for listening. Come back next week for another episode of You the Boss podcast.